and welcome to this episode of the OdaFest podcast. OdaFest 2021 was yesterday for us. For us. For you guys, it was like four days ago. You've already recovered. Probably. And this How is the Con you. Hangover edition of the podcast. I was going to say hi earlier, <laughs> but I yawned. <laughs> I am joined by Jay and Angelo. Hello. Who are both extremely tired. I have had three hours of sleep in the last 48 hours. As discussed on the last episode, I went to work and then I came home and then we were like, it's time to do the show for the people. <laughs> Hello. I'm so tired. Poor I'm Jay. Old. I'm so old. It's fine. I need a Hello, wonderful IV. fecal. I almost said fecal. Hello, fecal people. Hello, Hello. Everybody feeks. All right, so Angelo, I know you were working yesterday, so you didn't get to see the entire stream. I saw saw Crunchyroll Man telling people to put shoe on head. Shoes on head? I mean, anything on head. Shoes were acceptable, I think. Yes. You know what was not acceptable? He specifically actually said the part of the rules were to not include... People or animals? And Didn't what? Jenny bring back her cat at one point? She brought multiple her cat points twice, <laughs> at uh. least. She had she used multiple cats for multiple challenge answers. And I'm gonna go ahead and say that she deserved to get scratched because she wasn't listening. And that's what happens when you have too much power. In an organization, she just doesn't listen. When the power she... goes to your head, and exactly. so does the cat, claws are near your face. Oh my god! No, but it was it was okay. There was no real damage, not lasting damage, and the cat got extra treats after, so it's okay. We're jumping ahead. We're jumping far ahead. We're jumping ahead. But that's because, boy, I'm real. Boy, tired. was there so much, and there was a lot of stuff. There was. Um, before How many hours got, was it? Oh, 14 hours. And, 14 and I want to just say, obviously, very much thank you to everybody who showed up. Thank you to, to everyone who put all the work in behind the scenes. I want to just get that out of the way now because if I don't, I'm just going to go on and on about it because I have so many feels. I, I got to mod for the channel. I talked to a lot of folks. My username and chat was Vegapunk. 23 that's my usual sort of gamer tag and i got to say hi and bye to a lot of people and they were all amazing people so yeah, many I was people putting so mod. much work there were a couple of really interesting uh moments where i was just like hmm i'm really glad we have an auto moderator sometimes i mean yeah. it wasn't oh, really no. bad. nobody nobody really did anything bad it's, they did Stuff that we we strive to be extra family friendly that session. Mm-hmm. Um, we are sort of family friendly during, during like extra life, for example. We're not super family friendly on the podcast. It's a mixed bag, but uh, <laughs> like it just it, it caught things like WTF, for example, or like and, and like no one would really bat an eye at it. So, but again, we were trying to be extra clean. We were trying to be extra say-so. But you know what? That's not the part that anyone wants to hear about. The part that people want to hear about, my God, I will find my words one day. 
the part that people enjoyed i hope was everything because people's reactions were so positive and so uplifting and so supportive i told you i'm gonna thank a lot of people a lot of times so you gotta stop me off of that but the first thing that came up was vtuber seth and that yeah. was amazing at the beginning of the stream we were all sort of like uh, like i'm gonna give you the staff you know perspective here we were all just waiting like seeing what the audience numbers were gonna be like anticipating like you know are are, are we gonna be sex successful are we getting like 20 people are we getting 50 people man are we, i was know? so worried that everyone would have put so much work into the stream and like three people 15. would be watching <laughs> we joked about that later where we're like what if three people showed up it's like but we have like 15 people on staff doing this i'd be like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they had other things <laughs> yeah so uh vtuber steph was the first thing to show up what were your thoughts when you first saw it i mean i already knew i know but you hadn't seen any of the content had you uh i saw beta content which was I would say like close to beta, uh, close to final content. I saw stuff that was like out from like three weeks. So really getting there. Um, I think the team did spend three weeks recording and that was after yeah. a few weeks of gathering just mm -hmm. all of the information. Mm -hmm. uh, the schedule got moved around a bunch uh, towards the end of, of finalizing it. So it was really weird to... Right try and record for Reshuffle. like timed content like you couldn't just yeah, be yeah. like uh you know thanking people from the previous panel and then introducing people for the next panel they mm -hmm. had to be like you know what we'll just we'll genericize no, it so we didn't play it <laughs> no we should we should have just done it where it was like like vtuber stuff would have been like thank you anime Thought, J. Fry. for participating in family feud <laughs> that would have been great and then that's just like the back and forth fill in the blank. But no, um, <laughs> honestly, my reaction, because I already knew a little bit about it, not necessarily muted. My The energy that I got and the energy I got for most of the day was from everybody in chat's reaction. Their Yay. reaction was the number one answer for me every time. I really liked the, the Seth hype emote. Yes. Oh, it's, it's so, so cute. good. How long it's has so that been there? I haven't known. Uh a week. <laughs> nice. Who? Wow. Okay. But yeah, it was adorable. We literally came up. We're like, "Oh yeah, we have a Twitch channel. Oh yeah, it's affiliate. Oh yeah, we have an emote." Oh hey, should we get an emote? <laughs> good. In a meeting like maybe a few weeks prior, like and we're like yeah, and then next, and then you know, we have a resident artist page who does the amazing work, of course. And she was like, "I can make a moat." And I was yes. like, "I bet you can." And then literally, like a day later, <laughs> it was like a moat exists. All <laughs> nice. of the overlays and all of the like the stream assets yes. were all gorgeous and adorable. I loved them. Yes. Oh, oh there's actually something I need to add to that, by the way. Uh, Not gonna lie, how polished the stream looked made me jealous for my own streams. Right? Same. I mean, you know the people who make them. You Fair. can pay them and get your own. Fair. Yeah, but I, I could just rip off their ideas. I mean, 
that's what a great artist does. <laughs> I now have many ambitions for stinger transitions and everything yeah. else. Yeah. God, I want I want a nice straight stinger transition. I don't know what a fest one was so okay. nice. A stinger transition is like a, a video clip that's used to clip two scenes together. Yeah, oh. there's transparency so that you see like a bit of like a wipe, that wipe transition. You see oh, okay. a bit of the current scene wiping away and then you see the new scene wiping oh. in. Why do they call it a stinger, you think? I don't know. I don't remember. Like it's but an they interesting used it phrase. Lots in, they used it a lot in sports and like news broadcasting. Like, you know, back when people actually managed those things no. and not a computer. I think no. the idea is so that uh, it, it, it jams, it stabs your eye with the logo of the stream. And it kind of like leaves a stinging sensation. You know, no, 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 no. It's like uh, my favorite tra- transition in that case would be like the old Batman one, like the da na 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 from like yeah. the old like eighties cartoon yeah, or whatever. That would be hilarious. Yeah, that is thing. it actually? Absolutely. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. Cool. It's like they like might not have called the... it a stinger back then. I don't know, but it absolutely yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I don't have a stinger transition, so here's my next segue. All the performances were amazing. <laughs> yes. At least that's uh, what I heard. I didn't get to see any. There. Oh, speaking of which, I guess we've gotten a bit into the episode as it is, but like there is a VOD we have uploaded, uh, and we will be segmenting things for people to watch. If nice you're interested. Um, we have highlights as well, so we're mm-hmm. trying to get on that. Please give us time as... People understand we are a big team, but at the same time, we none of us are le pro streamer. So please next give us a time, bit just of be at the stream. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yes. I I've had I've had to keep my my lid on Tycho's performance, and they did amazing. Oh, that was wonderful! I was ex- okay, so I was fully expecting just Tycho drums. Oh yes. no. Oh no! They pulled in so many things. It yes. was amazing. There was the hand pan. There was the wood flutes. There was shamisen. Uh, shamisen. There was the little symbols. The ting yeah. ting. <laughs> oh yeah! I need to um, watch nice. that then. Yeah, and, and the best part is like when they when they first start, it's just a a four up of them doing like taiko like. You know, in synchro, in synchro, and and everything like that. So you're like, oh, okay, like Taiko's cool. Like you know, they're playing on drums and stuff, and then they bust out the shamisen and the hand pan, like we were saying, and it's just like, mm. yeah, that steel drum, that Amazing. was cool. I've n- never heard that before. I find that hard to believe somehow, because I because, heard... because I think of you, I think of you as somebody who you know listens to a fair amount of stuff. I do, but like I've heard different kinds of steel drums, not a Japanese one. I've heard like Jamaican steel drums. Like, yeah, usually when you hear steel drums, you think like Caribbean style steel drums. Exactly. So, a Japanese steel drum, that was my first time seeing a performance for it, like, obviously. Like, I didn't recognize what the instrument was until they started playing it. But yeah, that that was a really unique and interesting sound. And it kind of reminds me a little bit about earlier when when Jay and I were talking about um, instruments, learning the kalimba. Yeah, it is similar to a kalimba, but much more full because obviously it has a larger resonating chamber. 
but it has similar sort of that chill, cool vibe. It's it was just it was a very gorgeous sound. Like I love things that are similar to bells. So like the cymbals mm-hmm, were mm-hmm. beautiful, the steel drum was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then like oh it was just it was beautiful. The whole thing was like, oh my god, tears in my eyes. And even uh-huh. Jenny later on in the stream was like, Oh, I've been crying all day. I had tears in my eyes during that yeah. whole Tycho performance. It was really amazing. Oh, I, Definitely I, I, worth I, checking out. And and my big my honest hope is that because I know there's a lot of events that happen at Odafest. But like, because obviously this is a single stream of consciousness for Odafest content, um, and this applies to me too because I don't get to see everything because I'm running around like with my head cut off a lot of the time, you know. Um, I got to see a lot of things I haven't seen before. Staff could say the same, and I hope mm-hmm. a lot of folks got to see something they hadn't seen before, and now they're like, "I should go to that the next time I can go to that." So when the next <laughs> time we have Tycho, I think people are like, like people showed up before. But I really hope that people are going to be like, yo, I remember that bopping performance. I gotta go. You know what else I really appreciated about that Tycho performance? The videography. Like, they shot it outdoors under varying sunlight conditions for each performer. It was perfectly in sync. Mm -hmm. But they also went to the trouble of actually using the correct filters on the camera so that the sun wasn't blowing everything out, but you still got to see the sky. Yes, nice. they did a it lot. It was of amazingly great well done. Uh, I want to. It's not that I don't want to linger on Tycho, but I want to talk about all the other performances because that's what I was trying to go for. And there's like the, all the amazing dances. The May Cafe dance was amazing. The, oh, it was the so virtual cute. idols were amazing. The drag mm-hmm. performances at the end of the night were amazing. Mm-hmm. All the performances were amazing. They and were guys, so spot on. They did so much. They, they, they must have put hours and hours and hours into it. Right. And, and some I of know the performances had little, little little doggo guest star in the background. Ooh, so yeah. cute. Oh, yeah. We couldn't every time there was an animal on screen. Like Erica <laughs> Lindbeck, uh, she had a cat during one of her Q&A panels. And we're just like, cats. Cats. <laughs> cats. Its yeah. name was Ash. And it was very adorable. Yeah, it had a butt. <laughs> I mean, most cats do, yep, but not most. all cats. Uh, but yeah, Erica Lindbeck, <laughs> she had some very amazing stories to tell uh, yeah. about her career, and uh, it resonated a lot with me. Um, and also, I was really impressed at all the really good questions that yes. chat was coming up with. Super, super, like, not your standard, who's mm-hmm. your favorite, this or that. There were some of those, and, and those are probably questions they get asked a lot. Um, but they come some with, of the, they come with them, a career. Were there any do. particular questions so. that stood out to you? Um, there was, so they both talked about both Erica and Billy both talked about their background in theater before getting into voiceover yeah, and voice acting and how that translates really, really well. And then mm-hmm. Erica also told a lot of stories about imposter syndrome, how she mm. was just like, why am I here? I don't sound pretty enough to be here. Why did you want me? Oh, and no. that's oh, yeah. very she, or, much or, something. Or she'd be like, I remember one part where she was talking about like, uh, like the anime uh, the original Japanese dub, and she'd be mm-hmm. like, "That's not what the character sounds like. I can't match that." I remember she mm-hmm. s- she said something like that. I was just like, "But you," and I was just kind of thinking like, "You got to put your own stamp on that work, you know? That's yeah. why they hired you, you." Yeah, definitely. And I mean, uh, a I lot can of think what of she said. Many different scenarios 
where the English VA sounded nothing like the Japanese VA, mm-hmm. and the performance was better because of it. Yeah, they got to do their thing. Like, English is its own language, too. Let's put it that way. For yeah. Thing, right? There's, there's like, a lot to be taken into account when you internationalize exactly. something like an animation. Exactly. Um, uh, I want to also yeah. shout out to, as well, um, our cosplay guests, Sonya Blade and uh, Lucas from Twin Fools. Uh, I think their stuff was amazing. Um, the Twin Fools panel was very, very good. Yes. Like, very insightful. It, yeah, and there was a lot of chat participation. Like people were yes. putting out their own stories, their feelings, and talking about what cosplay meant to them and their gender identity, yeah. and how it it sort of just even exposure to cosplay. Even those of us who don't cosplay were in there and talking about it, and it was just yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a really lovely community moment. And I could say the same for I believe Sonya's, where you know there were a lot there were a lot of like cosplay focused ones. There were a lot of like. Um, sort of interest in in her like budding career where it's like you know a lot of the times you get somebody who's like very established and it's not that Sonya is not established in the community but it's the idea of like hey like you know uh uh where where things started and where you see things going and and she was like happy to sort of say like hey you know these are these are the experiences I've had going into it and it's not always uh uh like like she she's had seemingly a pretty positive um entry into sort of notoriety but and mm. fame but like mm. you know that's not always the case and it can be tough um yeah it was just good times i think i think the, i really hope all the guests had good times and we try to we didn't get to treat them all the way that we get to normally treat them mm-hmm, i know i miss yeah. it but uh yo my one of my favorite parts though Aside from all like the big things, we gotta talk about the little things. We gotta talk about memes. We made our own memes. We didn't even mean to. But it but, happened. Yeah. And that's Oh, the best. but it happened. Like uh, I love it when they're organic <laughs> like that, but Yeah. I guess next year we might be seeing a line of merch with a new meme on it. Yep. If you you had to be there, but there was a certain uh attention grabbing um ad that ran. <laughs> And we say ad, but it was really just like a little spot about our own content being like it was the uh, activity book that Odafest prints out every year. So it's like an all ages for fun coloring book and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, Printer Chan stole the show. Yep. What yep. happened? We're going to have mugs, T-shirts, pins even. Maybe uh, next year's pin will be Printer Chan. What, what happened is that Printer Chan is an authentic performer. Uh, okay. does not shy away from um, the work that needs to be done. It was literally an ad where um, the, the, the activity book, part of the ad was the literal pieces of paper activity book being printed out of like your standard at-home laser jet printer. And it just had like that very standard but wholesome sounding, I guess, like printer noise. Okay. It was an inkjet. Like the, the D, 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 like the. Yeah, like, you know it was an I mean? inkjet, so you heard, so you could hear the head like going back and forth. Yeah, oh. and it was just, yeah, and people were just like, "This is such a bop." I'm sitting here dancing <laughs> to this, to this beat. It's so good, and yeah, at times, at Pr- times, it was a really good beat. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, printers kind of have printers have a nice sound. Inkjet printers. Certain mm-hmm. mechanical sounds like that are just so satisfying. Yeah, it's like, just like uh, dial up. 
it, it, it's like those floppy disk drive music. No, that, that is they're those are interesting, but they're not soothing. <laughs> they can be. They're like. <laughs> I've never I, heard I used to have like an actual dot matrix printer as a kid. I oh, loved wow. that thing. Uh, I loved I don't know it. If I've ever, I think I I've both, had one, but I was young. My favorite thing about dot matrix printers is how they print on like a constant page that's just like mm-hmm. perforated at the seams, right? Yeah. And uh, on one hand, it was always so annoying having to like fold and take off the dotted sides of the paper. <laughs> on the but other hand, also being able satisfying. to print massive banners easily, mm-hmm. no yep. tape required, all yep. in one go, was so great. Yes. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out as well to all the game shows, the game show host. Brendan Hunter oh. did amazing. <laughs> Brendan during... Hunter is a game show host in his blood. I swear yeah. to goodness. He the, the the punches he rolled with and everything mm-hmm. that was happening was absolutely amazing and hilarious. Uh, Wheel of Fortune was fantastic. Uh, Notice Me Senpai, we already talked about that. That was uh, just like serious comedy. Good comedy. Very... Uh, uh, What's the what's the word like? It was like a scavenger hunt on steroids. A little um, bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay. Uh, what was the other one? I'm trying to remember. I guess wasn't game- there literally a uh, a scavenger hunt? Family in, Feud. Yeah, uh, at Animal Family Crossing. Family Feud. Yo, Odafest won Family Feud. Odafest won. Yeah, yeah. rigged. Uh, Animathon has sworn revenge. So you know we got to do what we got to do. You know that Animathon's gonna be cheating. <laughs> there's there's no way they're going to play fair after they got done dirty like that you know the funniest thing is is one of the people playing on the Odafest team is originally from Animathon we even stole their dudes she, we like, got the she insider information <laughs> and, and she almost threw the game a yeah. couple of times and it was just so oh, was amazing. funny so what you're saying is Animathon was already playing dirty yeah. maybe um, anyway, it was a fantastic game. Yep, the 404s were great. I was so happy to have them. It feels it feels much more like an Oda Fest in its entirety when we have improv. Um, I was I was just really happy to see that crew, you know, come in and do their thing. And yeah, just ugh mm-hmm. ugh. I get. Fuzzies. There was also there's also a very very hectic and commentated hour of Among Us, and that was super interesting Yo. to me. That is the longest time I have observed an Among Us game ever. And the <laughs> the commentating is what made it gold. Yo, Dio is a friggin' beast, okay? That, Dude, right, when Dio she, is she, imposter? She went into the, no, she went into... To, to, my brain .exe has encountered an error. Uh, if Dio is she imposter, went into, like, kiss your crewmates goodbye. She was, she was, she was. What was her style, you fool? She did the thing with the com- competitive gaming style of uh, uh, commentating, and it was amazing. Oh, she was casting. She was casting. Oh God, come on, brains. Okay. She like yeah. her her like commentary along with the actual play was just like. We're she's gonna if she wanted to if she was aware, she's gonna make, among us the next big 
esport. I'm just a saying, bogus esports. Dio should be casting hands she, down. It was so good. Like the the playing was good, and we got to put some like uh uh Twitch pre- uh polls and everything, participation polls where people were betting oh, their yeah. points and stuff. But yeah. like, nice. That was cool and all, but honestly, Dio put the ca- uh, the actual show over the top with the casting. So like, mm. huge kudos. So good. so so good. And when not, not to say that was... Benny didn't help. Benny Ye- was a great color commentator, but Dio mm-hmm. like ran that show. Um. So I also want to point out that anyone who was killed during the round also got to join the commentators and like talk a little bit, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was great too. Like I just really appreciated those touches. Yeah. Yes. Being it's able like, to get the uh, the the perspective of the people who died. Yes, mm-hmm. like a a post death interview, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. it it adds an extra layer. It's like, what were you thinking? What well, what was going through your mind? Why did you, mm-hmm. why did you do that? And a lot of the time, it was I saw a chance and I took it. It's yep, true. <laughs> and, and like I feel like if you were to throw me into Among Us, uh, that's probably what I would do. I'd just be like, I don't know, it's chance was there, does so it, I did. Does it finally give allure you to maybe try? I think I enjoy watching it more than playing it. It's kind of like sports. Darn I like watching you. more than watching. Or sorry, uh, watching more she than playing. She likes to watch. I like the watching. Nancy doesn't want to lie to her friends. What kind of person are you? Let's be fair. I am a horrible Someone social engineer. Like, I can't do that. I can't figure out how to get into people's heads. I am not a good liar. I can white lie. Fine. Probably. Maybe. But, like, I can't. I can't do the, you know, oh, this is how I juke him out, and then, bam, you're dead. You and no can't one's find if you the body. don't get any experience. You My style in Among them. Us is just give people the most outrageous, most bullshit lie that's so obviously fake that it sounds wrong to call you out on it, because who would actually say such a thing? Seriously. So you, so you Republican them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Oh, craftsmanship contests. The mm, winners. Yes. The entries. Holy butts! I From saw all Megazord over the world. At one point. Sorry. I saw Megazord cosplay. There was a Megazord cosplay, and it made me very happy to see. Yes, mm. and the Common Rider cosplay was amazing. Oh yeah. yeah. All of them were amazing. I just like I just remember the ones that really stuck out to me. I was just like, "Holy butts, that's not real." It, it is fun though because now that it's a live stream, people from all over the world have been uh, entering Literally. the yeah. contest, and and that's something that normally wouldn't happen. People yeah. who Otafest Cosplay International. Yeah, so people who would attend Otafest contribute to those to those contests but now it's like you don't even have to come here now you can just send us all the photos and tell us what it is tell us what you did yeah i i mean i I would hope that this is maybe the start of a trend i don't know i don't want to put work on somebody else with my ideas i'm just saying that you know it's this is the age we live in so maybe we should start working on that kind of idea permanently Leaning into it more, yes. Exactly. A kind of international cosplay showcase. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe not exactly an international cosplay contest, but a showcase. Well, we hosted C4, didn't we? We did, but that's still 
I mean, like requiring people to fly in is a little yeah. bit of a different thing. Yeah, that it's, was still an in-person event, despite the fact that people. it's international. Exactly. Like, not that that's bad at all, of course. You always yeah. want to see the cosplay for real. But at the same time, like, I think we could open... An, we have several categories of cosplay contests. What's one more? Sorry, <laughs> right. Amanda. I'm just kidding. Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> but I'm sure she loves it, too, because I think she sees the potential in it. Oh, she was speaking so of Amanda, away. yo, yes. huge shout-out, Animal Crossing Island. It was so My cute. God. I saw the, the Twitter posts like rolling in all day and they are just so cute. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had so Animal Crossing, but I don't. <laughs> I don't either. Despite but the fact that we own a Switch. I was sad. I'm sad a little bit. I would have liked to see the island for real for myself. But Well, the good news is, is that it's not going anywhere. You can still go and visit it if you do get Animal Crossing at some point. True. I'm I'm just waiting for the new Switch and then I'll probably see what games I want. We'll get it done. Another game I don't have was the Pokemon Snap, the new Pokemon Snap that came out, but I got to commentate on it because uh-huh. I was because reasons. What were Tracy some of your favorite I, moments? Uh, I don't remember most of them. I'm not gonna lie. Not because they like because the, nothing was good. It's literally because I was getting pretty tired. Uh, I probably made some people mad because I didn't know most of the names of the Pokemon because I'm I'm old man. I know I know like the original like two fifty where the Moltres came out of the egg. And I especially <laughs> thought it was cool that if you throw enough apples into the volcano, a Charizard oh. pops out. People got <laughs> mad at me about, like, like Pink Butterfree, but that's Pink Butterfree. I remember Pink, Pink Butterfree. Pink Butterfree? Pink is Butterfree is real. Like, that's Bye Bye Butterfree. I don't know what episode it is, but it's probably, like, season two or season one of no, the that original was, that anime. Was season Pink one. Butterfree, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Why people got disrespect? They told me it was, like... I don't know. Cousin of Venomoth. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> All-terrain Venomoth. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, all-terrain Venomoth. Yo! <laughs> That's a good callback. Hitting oh, them up Twitch with the place. old Twitch memes. Yeah. Yeah. Do not cite me the old magic witch. I was there when it was created. <laughs> <laughs> every um, day. Every day you come across old memes... Yes. And that's what it feels like. Yeah, and I'm down for that. I don't care. I'll live old <laughs> memes. I'll relive them every day. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to go through some of the stuff that I was like, but I'm so tired. <laughs> and I was getting tired yesterday. Um, what did you think of... Uh, I don't want to bring us back to Among Us. Um, so in closing ceremonies, yeah, my understanding that? was that there was some new branding shown off there was a big reveal a big reveal the team that worked on it we've known about it because obviously we've had we've had to do some like uh, internal you know revisions and all that stuff and review Mm -hmm. but the team that worked on it marketing you're all amazing amazing i saw this stuff like i i i missed closing ceremonies entirely the oh, no. only reason that I know it was revealed at all is because it was on this document and because yes. <laughs> Dio showed me some of it like two weeks ago. The art. And was like, yeah, these are some of the final things that are that are coming down to. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. 
It's so Yo, cute. the whole word mark is amazing. I do like the yeah. O-wing. I do like. I do too. I do all the bits. If you haven't seen it yet, that's because we haven't put it up somewhere permanent yet. <laughs> <laughs> but what you can do is go and we watch will. the closing ceremonies VOD. Yeah. Yes. Also, I don't know if I should mention it because it almost feels like a betrayal to do so. So I'm not going to mention it. Ha <laughs> ha. Nobody knows what I'm going to talk about. Nice. I've, I legitimately have no idea where you were going with that. <laughs> yeah, t- me neither, actually. Uh, 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 post credit scene. But that's oh, uh, that's all I meant to say. And then I'm gonna bring it back and talk about something else. <laughs> oh, the thing I wanted to talk about: we streamed for 14 hours, uh, starting from uh, roughly 10 a.m. Technically, 10:15 is when we actually were starting. Starting like, and that wasn't late. That was just the actual. Tell start me time. about the scuff. And we streamed for about 10 hours straight or 12 hours straight because it was not until uh, 10 p.m. that we encountered our first major stream issue that we had to reboot things and, and everyone was scrambling a little bit. But people stuck around and very understanding. And then we found out it wasn't our, our fault. It found out that it was like the hosting server was all hiccupy. So we were like, why? But then it didn't really matter because we didn't even finish late or anything. It was sort of a nice. miracle. Mm-hmm. Tech issues, man. So I know no one really cares to hear about them, but oh my God. Wasn't even our fault? Yep. I know. You're right. We have, wow, we have that like doesn't minor hiccups. Very often. Yeah, we had minor hiccups throughout the day, but like everything that any, like the same as any other stream would have, like a couple of small mic issues, a couple of small camera issues. That's it. Like, even the most professional of Twitch streams often have minor amounts of scuff going throughout the uh, the, the stream. It's, it's not almost like an expectation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I noticed a couple of volume problems uh, just, like, randomly interspersed throughout the day, but it didn't break anything, so whatever. No. No. And you have to consider, fine. like, I don't know how many people, I would say, went through the entire presentation in terms of, like how many individual folks with their individual presentations if they had like a scene to present but if it it was probably over 20 maybe close to 30 if i had to guess and when you are wrangling so many different people with different audio setups different internet different video different Mm -hmm. everything i never want to work on television (laughs) that's basically so so Ryan, the the person who was the stream the god, the, the stream god, he ran everything for the fourteen plus hours because there was like setup and everything involved True. before that, plus all the other stuff he's contributed to stream. But I talked to him a little bit afterwards when he was just like, "Yay, it's all done finally!" And uh, it, really, it's it's basically like running television. If you're running like a live show, Mm -hmm. the only thing that live shows do that we didn't have to do was deal with multiple camera angles. Everything else is about the same. You have multiple people talking, you have mics, you have Mm -hmm. their presentation and cameras, you have uh, the timing of stinger transitions, you have lined up pre-recorded content that's coming up in between things, da-da-da-da-da. It's basically like running a TV channel for 14 hours. Yeah. Damn. It's a lot of work. It was very impressive. He did sh- he did tweet out not tweet out. He posted a picture of his setup for the day, and it was like 
four monitors. Four, yeah, four monitors. I think like two IMAX and one laptop, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Very impressive. Yeah. No, it was pretty amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. I got to give the guy props. He deserves so much rest after that. I wish I could muster more energy and be like more hype about thanking everyone, but I just can't. And that's actually my testament to how good things were because I'm exhausted and I don't have you any know, energy left. So the fact that Angela pointed out that there was only one major tech hiccup and it wasn't our fault, this is probably the smoothest Odafest has ever run. <laughs> I actually don't know oh. about that. There was a year about uh, three or four four ago that oh yeah we were just like no major fires happened Hmm. i don't i could be wrong like maybe well i'm often wrong and my memory (laughs) is sketchy at best but my point would be that i i remember that at the end of the con we were like that was very smooth and it didn't quite feel right so, That's funny that, that that doesn't feel right. No. We want a fire. Don't cause us fires, but they have to happen organically. Don't start problems for us just to no. make us feel like we have something to do. <laughs> yeah. And another thing, that is probably the only time you could say, I attended a con and I saw the whole con. Yeah. Like I, like I think we said, um, a lot of staff have never really seen opening ceremonies or closing ceremonies or cosplay contest or yep. uh taiko Guilty. for example because we're all busy doing their own thing we're, whether you're a guest handling you're streaming game you're streaming anime you are running, running panels. vendors panels yep. everything like i i've tried to see a lot of things in the past even as a staff member and i'm like it's impossible i think at most i get time to see a little bit of vendors hall I think that's usually about it. I don't usually get to see content that doesn't belong to my guest or mine. Right. And then, like, I, that's it. That's the day. And then, you know, as a guest handler, we're either ferrying people to the airport immediately afterwards on Sunday and we miss closing ceremonies or we're, <laughs> like, even on Saturday, we don't really get to see evening content because we're we're making sure that they're being fed and being you know in good relaxing company and not mm-hmm. just being harassed by people the whole time or work um we've had a couple of guests who have been known to be constantly in contact with their agents like at all times and it is an immense compliment when they're out to dinner with you and they turn their phone over like it's just <laughs> nice. so nice because it's like this is this is your opportunity to just relax you to work cool down for a the convention day. is work yeah, for yeah. you just just chill just be here and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's really lovely. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I miss that a lot. I was really looking forward to meeting Erica and Billy, but uh, pandemic. So mm, mm-hmm. it was really cool still to talk to them a little indirectly. Yes. They were very chill. They took very good questions. They had very good answers. Yep. Lots of really good questions and fantastic answers. Yes. Uh, and now we know that Billy is really cool to play Smash with. Yeah, and uh, we had some local celebs of our own go up against him, and it was good. Mm. Oh, shout out. Hmm? Him and uh, Slurpee Ninja faced off, didn't they? That's right. And I can't believe my boy lost. I mean, I get it. I get Billy as guest, but Slurpee. Dave. (laughs) Dave lost? I I think they played random. Wow. 
right? They played strictly random. Good I job, think Billy. So I think so. Like, it, That's it, hard. yeah, it was. It was. It was not. It was not like a lopsided fight either. It was close. I think. Oh, I think yeah. Dave actually went ahead because it was. Uh, was it three stock? And Dave, I think, went ahead, and Billy actually came back with the win. Yeah, the comeback was crazy. So, Chat oh, was going and that nuts. That was the last oh, fight of the day. The, the, those the kind of fights final. feel so good. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> it was like, pretty clutch. Great entertainment value, so I can't really complain. But you know, he's my boy. I gotta cheer for him. I know we got the guests and everything like that, but he's my Totes. boy. Totes love Dave. Yeah, um, yeah, that was great. Angelo. I know you didn't get to experience much of the con because you are a responsible boy who has to do the big work. Mm-hmm. But you can tell me about what your butt is about to enjoy. So, Please okay. Share. For the last, for the last, I would say six years, maybe seven years, I've been using a a, a fairly decent uh, chair. That I got from the Okotoks Salvage Center, which I belovedly call the garbage store. Was it a? Is it a like a uh, an and office so, chair or is it a gaming yeah, chair? It's an office chair. Okay. It's like an actual good ergonomic office chair that I got for fifteen dollars nice. many years ago. Uh, but even when I bought it, the gas cylinder and it was bad. Right. And parts of the seat are finally ripping. Uh, the armrests are chipping away. It's fair to say this this chair is done. Mm-hmm. And so I finally I finally decided to do something nice for my butt and my back and get myself a very very nice ergonomic office chair. And so Gamers Nexus has this great chair roundup where they specifically made the video to shit on gamer chairs and how bad they are (laughs) and instead offer their thoughts like they spent half a year sitting in various office chairs from like your amazon basics office chair up to like the really high-end herman miller chair and Mm -hmm. so i decided to grab a nice middle of the road chair from that roundup which Mm -hmm. turned out to be the the ergo chair pro from autonomous and it's supposed to get here on wednesday Ooh, so where did, you, where did you have to order it? I just went to their website. Six hundred. So Odafest eh? listeners, it's supposed to get here on Wednesday, which means when you're listening to this, it is on a truck about to get to my house while I which... am at work in a different office chair, a less comfortable <laughs> office chair. An inferior and I am just butthole. Salivating. Just just my brain will be buzzing. Wondering about how good my butt and my back will feel when I go home and rest in this what chair. What color did you get it in? I see there's six colors. I just got it. I just I got want, it in black. I want Aww. the red one. I'm not going to lie. I want the red one. Oh, the different bad. colors are really nice, but my issue with them is that they have a lot of white trim to them. Yeah. They do. And uh, especially on the, on the wheelbase, I yeah. know that whenever I'm wearing no socks and I'm on the chair... The wheelbase is gonna get covered in like dirty foot crud. Oh, and God. so I didn't want. Why that. do you Angelo. have dirty feet, Angelo? Angelo, because feet pick up dirt from the ground. That's why you keep the ground clean. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, but if my chair's black, no one will ever know. Angelo oh. didn't know that this is gonna turn into a shame. 
shaming. Do cat shame dusting. me. I have toes. As as do I. That's However, the title. I... That's the title of this podcast. Not you anything else that we talked me. about. I have, shame toes. I have toes. I have toes. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect People are title. gonna be like, "Aren't they gonna talk about Odafe?" <laughs> <laughs> when they see the title, don't even mention it in the description. Uh, uh, anyway, this chair looks really amazing. I'm very inclined to try it. I'm so uh, excited because it has a headrest, and yeah, I love does. to lean For back in my chair. Boys. But the problem is, like, my neck being completely unsupported. Right. Either I can strain myself to hold my neck up, like some strong man, strong boy. Or I can let my neck flop back and curl back, and it feels good for about, like, a minute. And yeah. then as soon as you get back up, you're like, oh, I should not have done that. Oh. I should not have let my neck just flop back like that. I'm going to regret that for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Headrests are pretty awesome. You know what? My my old chair at the office, before I lost it to the pandemic, I have no idea where it is right now, that had a headrest that looks very similar to this. And... I know for a fact that it is too high for me, me, a small Asian girl, because it would push my, my head forward and it would just feel so uncomfortable. But it's like the exact opposite problem that I have with that most people would have with their chair. Usually it's, oh, but I want a headrest. For me, it's I don't want a headrest. I'm too short for those. But I'm, yes, I'm excited. Yeah. And next time Odafest has a stream... I'm just going to sit the whole stream in this mm. wonderful chair. Mm. Do yes. you promise? No. Also, <laughs> how great so. is it going to be while you're streaming in that new chair too? Oh god, so nice. Like <laughs> one of the, the the only thing that I really hate about the chair that I have right now is because the gas cylinder is dead. Uh I don't get to sit at the right height for myself. Ooh, Ooh that's, that's, that's actually but a I mean, big no. For fifteen dollars, it's gonna be a no. Can I dollars. really complain? I mean, <laughs> still, like, okay, uh, the Herman Miller chairs are like two thousand plus dollars. They're the god yes. of chairs. Dio has and, one, and it's amazing. Yeah, but it's not more valuable than my car. Amazing. I don't know. Okay, I mean, fair. Like it's, those chairs. What do they have? Like, a, like. This is not the way I thought I'd really end the whole episode, but let's go for it. Those chairs have something like a 30-year warranty. Yeah. 12. It's basically the last office chair you ever have to buy. But still, like, how many chairs have you ever had in your life that lasted 12 years and that you sat in them for countless hours? That's the thing. I'm not saying that the Herman Miller chairs aren't worth it. I'm just saying that I can't justify that cost. Yeah, it's a, price is a very personal thing for everyone. That's, that, that is true. But I would say, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think Herman Miller provides value for the price. I would sooner go I just, and spend I, 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 $500 I, but, on a car than I would $1,800 on a chair. Even though you don't use a car as often. I would take the passenger seat out of the car and use that as my computer chair. Before That's basically I would spend what my current chair. I mean, people do that for gaming, uh, for for uh, uh, racing sims. Yeah. People I, go I to a pick and pull. I legitimately yeah. considered going to pick and pull, getting a chair out of like a delivery van, yeah, and uh, setting that up on like a wheelie base. Mm. 
one day one day i will actually buy a herman miller that's actually a a, a goal of mine just because i do spend a lot of time in my chair or so much so much i don't actually spend that much time because i don't work from home your battle station is going to be so upgraded it's not like a year they're good they're they're good chairs brent they are but like think think about how much money you've put into your new gaming rig all of your peripherals your screens and now you're gonna get the penultimate thing it's the thing that cushions your butt i'm a man of quality quality. and so therefore your battle station will reflect that and it's not a bad thing i'm just but i'm not a good gamer so it doesn't matter (laughs) if you can't be good you at least might as well be comfortable that sounds like a red green quote if she can't find you handsome at least find you handy Yep. (laughs) and on that note i think we are done thank you so much for listening to toes convention hungover the show (laughs) we are so tired we are collectively exceptionally fatigued but that's a good thing because that means we put on the good show we did so did so angelo put in work just on another day out but he put on work it's fine it's good we love everybody goodbye good night everyone you can't shave me goodbye